Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. Let me get back to our give it uppers. Who thankfully none of them have gone to that extreme yet. Uh, we're going to go to Geraldine, Luke and uh, Trish Buckley. And they all join me. Good evening, give it uppers. How are you, Mr. Boylan? Hi, folks. How you doing? Now, let me, let me go to Luke first. I, although that's really bad. It should be always ladies before gentlemen, but I always end up going to Luke first because, Luke, you became famous again. You were all over the Echo, the Cork Echo this time. Yeah, Niall, small but too much famous. <laughs> <laughs> so, Niall biting. What, 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 what are they calling you now? The Nail yeah. Boiling Show, was it? Yeah. Nail Boiling Show was last week's nickname. No, uh, I'm gone from Luke Skywalker to Chewbacca. Star <laughs> uh, Wars character, so... I seem to get a new name every week. Well, it was a wonderful piece about you in the Cork Echo over the weekend that you're giving up biting your nails. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, a nice picture of me there too. I am a good-looking chap, I admit that. Um, so, oh, yeah. yeah. So you've got a bit of fame, Evan. Luke, how are you getting on with the nail biting? Have you have you slipped? No, no, no. I'm actually flying it. I'm excelling at the moment, I have to say. Is that the longest yeah, your nails... Is that as long as your nails have ever been? Yes, they're actually getting, they're becoming white. I'm actually looking at them at home and I'm smiling. Oh, that's good. See, isn't that, I, yeah, I, I would love to have longer nails. You know, I'm in yeah. great admiration mainly of women because they have longer nails. Mind you, I wouldn't like the long pointy ones or anything like that, but yeah, I'd like yeah. to have longer nails. Ones that you could at least play a guitar on. Yeah, well, I'd have a few months now before all that could happen, I'd say. But yeah, there's potential there. Yeah. It's a slow progress, I think. You know, it's going to be a slow road. Yeah, you'll have to go down and start uh, getting the, you know, the pedicures soon and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or, or smack or whatever the nickname of it, the women get it done, is it? Yeah, yeah, the gel yeah. nails and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I know, but yeah, it's coming on, but it's, it's, it's very hard, though. Yeah. <laughs> not to buy it up, i be honest. Yeah, because it's, you, it, you see, with you two, it's not just, I mean, with alcohol, with cigarettes. There is a physical aspect to it. I mean, there is a, you know, a dependence there, right? But with the nails, it's yeah. literally just a habit of putting yeah. your hands, you know, like I'll give you a silly example. I do the podcast during the day, which is on video. And recently right. I got a bad um, dose of what they call infantigo on my chin. Oh, now, right. th- thankfully, it wasn't too bad, but it left a mark on my chin. And for oh, about right. four weeks, it was very visible. So I started putting my hand up to my face while I was talking, like I was, you know, Concentrating, I had to try to. I was, I was conscious of it on the camera, so I was kind of covering up my hand. It's now gone, thankfully, and I still have a habit of putting my hand up the face. So what I'm saying to you is, a physical habit is very hard to stop. You know, so you're doing oh, really yeah. well. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually constantly playing with my fingers. You know, touching yeah. on my thumb off each finger. It's just to stop me from putting my finger to my mouth. So it's like I'm playing an instrument. Yeah, oh, like that's the good. guitar, but I have no guitar on my hand. It's just I'm constantly. <laughs> Okay. My fingers. Let's go to Trish. Trish, how are you doing with the wino? <laughs> now, I have to say, I, I nearly had a wobble yesterday, but oh, okay. I, uh, explain the I, explain the wobble. What did you do? Um, no, I mean Sunday is a day typically where you rest and have your beautiful Sunday lunch and um, sit back, and it's really cold, and you're sitting by the fire thinking, God, I'd love a glass of red wine now. I re- yesterday was the toughest day, I have to say. Yeah. Um, no, it's fine. I mean, just got over it. Went for a walk. Yeah. On the seafront, it's Baltic, and came back and had a nice cup of coffee. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, the cup of coffee is a replacement, isn't it? I suppose you're just replacing yeah. it with something else. Yeah. Yeah. It is getting easier. No, mm. Look, I have said to uh, to everybody, for me, as the three of us, I, I, it's probably the easiest for me. You know, it's it's not a huge deal. No, for no, me I understand. To give up 
and I don't want to give the impression that you're a heavy drinker because you're not. It's just it's just a silly <laughs> habit that you got wow. yourself into that you want to get out of. Yeah. Um, no, I, 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 um, I, it's something exactly. It's something I want to do for me to say I don't need that drink on a Thursday night. You know, to have fun. Um, I can still be Trish and have mm. a valley gown or whatever it might be. But it's for me, it's a habit. I want to see if I can break that habit. Yeah. I've never done it. And I have to say, it's not easy. I no, would have made it not easy. It isn't easy. No. no and I completely uh, understand that. I'm getting there. Yeah. yeah so, I'm getting there. I feel better. And I have to, have to say, you know, people will laugh and uh, say, oh, my God, you know, you're going to lose weight and la, la, la. But I have to say, I'm sleeping a lot better. Honestly, I'm sleeping a lot better. And my skin looks healthier. It's, it's, there's more of a glow than, you know, when you have a glass of wine. When you have a few glasses of wine on Sunday, you wake up Monday morning and your skin can be quite grey in pallor. Yep. Now I'm waking up and it's, it's fresher. I just feel healthier and I feel fresher. Well, they, well, they say alcohol body. turns to sugar in the body, doesn't it? So that's what puts on the weight. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. of course, that's what changes your skin. You'll always alcoholics have bad skin. Yeah. Well, you're not an alcoholic, by the way. I want to stress that. But they always say the people that drink a lot of alcohol have bad skin. Um, or certainly it affects the skin. The same as smoking, by the way, as well. affects your skin, too. It affects yeah. the healthier skin. And I have more energy. Yeah. I definitely have more energy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm bouncing going to that gym now every couple of days. No, that's great. So may it last. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. you go. Well, okay. Well, now let's go to Geraldine Farrell. Geraldine, hi. How are you? How are you, Niall? I'm not good, Geraldine. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh. Now, now, you know the way... Bill. Now, I have an admission to make to all three of you. Do you know the way you kind of slipped up the last time? Mm. Well, I would be lying, and I've never lied on the air. I don't lie on the air. I like people to think I'm honest. Um, I feel really bad because I feel like I've let you three down as well. But I had a couple of cigarettes over the weekend. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, well, okay. no, but it's not really okay. allowed, Trish. I'm the one who's supposed to be, you know, helping everybody else here. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, but you, told, you said to me last week, learn from your mistakes. Well, yeah, well, that, that's what I'm hoping to do. You know, and I stupidly went out and I was, I was just out and I said, uh, I went into the shop, you know, just to get a bar of chocolate. I can't remember what I was getting. And just out of habit, I just said, oh, yeah, and 20 mile bread. And I said, oh, yeah. God. And then when I had them in the car, I kind of went, oh, I couldn't, I can't waste them. <laughs> so, so <laughs> and I was, I was thinking of you, Luke, and I was thinking of you, Trish, yeah. and I was thinking of you, Geraldine, and I was thinking of the radio station, and I was thinking of my job, and I was thinking of everything else. <laughs> but did it matter? No, because the nicotine is more powerful than all of that. Uh, and I, I'm so disappointed that I, I feel I've let the three of you down. But don't worry, I'm back on the wagon again. I'm back on the wagon again, all right? And I'll go for it again, so I'll be fine. And by the end of this month, I will be off them, I guarantee you, because I want to be off them. So, Geraldine. Well, I had my last cigarette Friday at 5 o'clock. Wow. Wow, brilliant. Well done, Geraldine. I'm I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. I have to explain this about, you were saying about habits and... It is a form of addiction. I don't care what anyone says. Of course it is, um, yeah. yeah. I have a sister who's really unwell. At my, uh, she's been unwell for five years. She's battling cancer. Okay. And the two of us sort of were together in our journeys because we were both diagnosed within a day of each other. And But she carried the gene. Okay. I don't. Right. But mine still reoccurred. Hers 
she had all her womanly bits taken away. And um, she went for her latest scan, and it's in her stomach. Oh, no. And she told me this Saturday evening, and the first thing I said was, I have two cigarettes up in the locker. And I went up the stairs, and I got to the top of the stairs, and I went, no, I can't do this again. I'm going to be thrown. Everything in life is going to be thrown at you. Am I always going to turn to cigarettes? To the yeah, yeah. I went, no. So I went in, got the two cigarettes, broke them, opened up the window of my bedroom and threw them out. And I went, I looked at the clock and I said, all right, it's five o'clock. There you go. That's, that was my last cigarette. Of my knowledge, I'm putting five o'clock yeah. to it. Because I can't tell well, that's, you what that's, time it well, was that's before. wonderful. That's wonderful. And how do you feel? In bits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I won't lie to you. I swear to I know. God. I know. You'd love a cigarette. I know. I know. My hand, <laughs> the chap there was talking about his fingers. Yeah. I'm Eric Clapton. <laughs> I'm going yeah. around just fiddling at my fingers <laughs> and pulling at the pocket in my dressing gown. I'm absolutely anything. I even went out to take up weeds. Yeah. This time of the year and the freeze is bitter gold. Yeah. So it's all about diversion now. It is all about diversion, isn't it? I've learned that just for three minutes. Three minutes, that's all a craving last, I was told. Mm. So if you can do something to get over that three minutes, it's like I had made up my mind at the top of the stairs. That three minutes it took, it didn't even take the three minutes, but the power of just throwing out the two cigarettes and saying, you know what, I'm not doing it now because mm -hmm. I need to be here. Yeah. I need to be here for her. I need to be here for me. And I for you, for, for you, yeah. For you yeah. is most important. Yeah. And your sister, of course. Yeah, I understand why you won't be there. But but just before I go into the break, I, I, I just want to go to um, back to Luke and Trish as well. Luke, um, what's the, the next challenge for you? Or what, what are the times, Luke, when you feel most like biting your nails? When are those, when you're bored, is it? Yeah, I suppose driving, you know, stuck, yeah. stuck in the traffic light. Right, okay, okay. So I'm only back from Tenerife yesterday, so I'm Hoping. wearing gloves. No, I'm, uh, I'm wearing gloves when I'm driving because it is cold anyway. Yeah. So well, that's that a good thing. That. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good thing. great. Yeah. And I have a tennis ball in, in my pocket at work. So if I feel like bored, I bounce the ball off a while, you know, if I have that time. Yeah. And uh, it's just about distracting, but, you know, I have a long road to go, but I'm, I, you know, I, I, I'm on it. Like, you know, I, I want to succeed for myself and I hope you all succeed as well. But, yeah, it's the personal challenge and uh, I'm all over it. I'm, I'm, I want it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm delighted so far. I'm succeeding, but a long way to go. Uh, and Trish, I know you've put your birthday party forward to avoid the, the kind of opportunity that you might have to have a few <laughs> glasses of wine. So when, when, it, when is the riskiest times for you, for you, Trish, apart from the wobble you've had over the weekend? What are the riskiest times? Um, probably Thursday or Friday. So I meet the girls. I'm meeting some of the girls on Friday night now. Um, yeah. And we'll probably head to the shed. And I'll, I'll just have a dally gown or something, you know. Where did you say hit the shed, is it? The shed's in Clontarf. I was, I was going to say, is that in Clontarf? The shed's in Clontarf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that will be, look, it's, it's not, it, it's fine. But uh, no, I mean, I haven't gone out as such. It's, for me, it's not, I'm not a pub pub drinker as such i'm more you know sitting at home and that's why yeah wine. yeah you know so the, going to the pub necessarily wouldn't affect me because if i'm driving i wouldn't have a drink anyway yeah but this weekend 
I'm going to go down, I'm going to walk down and not drink and just have whatever, you know, a gown or something. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be tempting. And But the girls are not going to say to me, go on, break it. It's only one night. Yeah, don't mind do boiling there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't mind it. But it'll be interesting to see. I'm in that environment watching everyone having fun and having a few glasses of wine, a few beers, just to see how I will, how I will feel. But I'll, I'll be fine. I know I'm fine. But um, this will be, um, be a test now Friday. Well, look, I have to go to a break. Luke and Mannix, I'll catch up with you again before the end of the week. Uh, or should I say Luke and Mannix? Luke Mannix and Trish Buckley. I do, do apologise. I'll catch up with you again before the end of the week. The best of luck to both of you, by the way. Keep the gloves on, Luke. And Trish, just stay away from us. Okay. All the best, everyone. Okay. And Geraldine, I have a special surprise for you after the break. So I want you to stay there with me, all right? Okay. Okay. So stay there just during the break for me. Don't, don't be worrying. It's not anything bad. All right. <laughs> okay, uh, we're back with Geraldine, who's given up the smoke and straight after the break. And if you have given up something, let us know, by the way. The number WhatsApp 087-188-0008. Nighttime Talk with Niall Boylan. Call us now on 0818-942-105. Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. Geraldine, what are you doing? Are you rummaging there? What are you rummaging through? No, the two dogs are playing on the... Wooden floor. Oh, I was wondering what the rack is was in the background. Yeah, anytime they see me, they go into this play mode when they when they hear I'm on the phone. All right, okay, okay. So, Geraldine, just to remind us again, how long have you been smoking? How long have I been smoking? Yeah, yeah. Um, since almost eighteen. Okay, and seventeen, say. Okay, what? So what's that about? Forty years. Yeah. Okay, well, I, didn't, I didn't want to ask a woman her age. I'm just guessing. Right. I'm 53. Oh, okay. Well, then, it's, yeah, well, not quite that. So, 37 years, 36 years, maybe. Okay. So, Geraldine, just hold on there for a second. Let me just go to Jim McCready. Uh, Jim, uh, good evening to you. How are you doing? Hello, Niall. Nice to speak to you again. Nice to speak to you. Now, Jim, you are one of these people who talks to people on a regular basis and helps them give up cigarettes because you're from the Alan Carr. Now, somebody actually texted in, by the way. He says, no, I'll pick up the book, Alan Carr's Easy Way to Give Up Smoking. Now, you do the one-to-ones with people um, who That's want right. to take the Alan Carr method of giving up smoking. And um, what we're going to do is we're going to send Geraldine to see you. So That would be perfect. Yeah, mm. and, and I'm sure Geraldine would be delighted to do that, wouldn't you, Geraldine? I would. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, so Jim, firstly, people like Geraldine and myself are probably your common clients. Somebody between the age of forty and sixty who's been smoking most of their life. It's really difficult. It's stupid to say it's not because people who don't smoke don't understand. Sure, they don't. Well, it's not difficult. Well, I suppose it is difficult if you go about it in the wrong way, Niall. You know, flying a plane can be difficult, but there's lots of people who are able to do it on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, brain surgery is very difficult, but if you know how to do it, it's very easy and very straightforward. So stopping smoking is pretty much the same. And, you know, listening in earlier on when Geraldine, when Geraldine, I hear you went up the stairs and there was two cigarettes and Niall asked how you felt about that and you said you were in bits. This is the one difference with the Alan Carr method and the difference in the approach. It's not about it's not about getting you to the state that you think, well, that's it, I can never smoke again. We get you to the stage where you think to yourself, why on earth would I want to smoke again? And that's a very different mindset, Geraldine. You know? And uh, we'd love to help you. We'd love to help you get to that, that mindset. And it's really just, there's no magic involved. There's no voodoo. It's just going through the session listening to what we have to say on the day, 
come along with a good open mind, be very sceptical of what we say, be sceptical of your own thoughts and beliefs about smoking, and, and really just leave the rest to us. And Niall's producer, Jane, she, she stopped with the method, I think she said, eight years ago. That's right, Jane and, gave and up because never, she used this method. Back. Yeah, she said she, and she Absolutely. said to me today, she said, I wouldn't even want a cigarette if somebody offered me one, or I wouldn't even think about it. So you can see the difference, Niall, between how Jane feels and how you feel when you snoop back in for a bar of chocolate, yeah. using that chocolate as an excuse to buy another 20 Marlboro Reds. Yeah. You see? Yeah. I'm sure Jane doesn't go. Jane doesn't feel tempted if she goes for chocolate to think, oh, I'll buy some more cigarettes. Yeah. She just goes in to buy the chocolate, and that's the difference. Yeah, I know, I know. And, and, and it's disappointing. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I haven't given them up really yet, because I don't consider myself to have given them up yet, because I, I'm, I'm no. disappointed with myself. But look, I know it's not easy. Although, yes, I know you're saying it is easy with the right mindset and it is having the right Absolutely. mindset and and how successful are people generally what is the percentage of people who are successful in giving up smoking and not going back on them again well i mean if you if you were to base it on the money back guarantee that alan carr international give um the success rate is over 90 percent. but obviously there's some people who go through the process maybe start again either out with the three-month period or they start again quite soon and some people feel embarrassed to come back and ask for additional help. Mm. But we, we ran a, a clinical trial, uh, I think it was four or five years ago in Ireland, and it came out at least twice as effective as the HSE. Okay. So it's And it's not about getting the cigarette out of your mouth, Niall. It's about getting the cigarette out of your head. Because what keeps people smoking is, and as Geraldine was saying, you know, with her sister's diagnosis and all that, terrible things happen to all kind of people on a daily basis, but 80% of the population don't smoke. And many people within that 80% get that terrible news about loved ones, they get terrible news about themselves, but they don't think, maybe if I pick a cigarette up, that's going to change. But, um, well, people, that, well, that. Some people have different vices. They might pick up a pint of beer or they might bite their nails or they might yeah. you know, do yeah. different things. So, I mean, we all have a kind of yeah. vice, don't we? Of course. And it's, but it's, if you can go, if you can understand not why you shouldn't smoke, because you and Geraldine both know why you shouldn't smoke. What we do at the session is we focus on why you do smoke. Mm-hmm. And that's the important part, you know, because smokers will give themselves all kind of reasons that although it's unhealthy, it's expensive, it can cause cancer and all these other things. On the other side of the mindset, they think, well, but I do enjoy it and it's just a habit or it helps me to relax and it helps me deal with stress. Those are the things that we address during that session. And once you can see that the reasons you give yourself are actually complete and utter illusions, then at the end of the session, when we ask you to smoke a final cigarette, you actually find that when the choice comes to, um, is this going to be my last cigarette? If you've understood and accepted everything that you've heard on the day, the harder decision is to decide to go back to smoking. The easier decision is to bring an end to it. And not just start with a smile on your face. Mm. You just need to ask Jane how it happened for her. Geraldine, well, let me just ask Geraldine a question. Geraldine, when you got that bad news and you went up the stairs on Friday and found the two cigarettes, what were you hoping for when you found, you know, when you went up looking for those cigarettes? What was what was the purpose? Was obviously to smoke the cigarettes, but what 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 way do you think it was going to make you feel? Do you think that was going to make you feel better? Is that what it is? I I thought at the mo- at that particular moment, I just knew that there was no more cigarettes in the house. Mm. And I knew if I just got rid of that, I had them there as a comfort. Mm. 
I had those two, and I knew immediately when I got the phone call, I'm going up to have one. I don't know yeah. what click, Niall. I can't say what click, but I, I think it could be also selfish reasons. I was saying, do you know what? If I keep doing this to myself, I could be giving that phone call to someone that I love. Mm-hmm. That it's after coming back to me, and I don't want them to stop it. I yeah. want to give myself a chance of being cancer-free. Yeah. I, as I said here, I want to go into 24 cancer-free. And healthier. My sister hasn't that choice. I do. Yeah. That's a good way of looking I at it. I, I, I know that's not nice for your sister, but I, that's a good way of looking at it. Sorry, sorry, Jim. Yeah, just, uh, Geraldine, one thing I want to say to you is that the, the, the approach that we take at Alan Carr's easy way, we don't want you to stop smoking because you can't afford it, or we don't want you to stop smoking because you don't want to have to make that phone call to someone else. We want you to stop smoking on the day because at the end of that session, we want you to realise that it doesn't matter what life throws at you, good, bad or indifferent, whether it makes you stressed, whether it makes you happy, whether it's social occasions, we want you to stop smoking because there simply isn't one single justifiable reason to ever put another cigarette in your mouth. And once you understand that and you can see it very clearly, you know, I joke with people that Alan Carr, when he developed this method 40 years ago, he didn't really put a lot of thought into naming the method or the organisation because his name was Alan Carr and he had found an easy way to stop smoking. So he thought, why not call it that? And it really is an easy way to stop smoking, Geraldine. And, you know, you don't have to... There's no high-tech stuff that you have to do. You just have to be there on the day, listen to what we say. If we say something that doesn't make sense, question us. Ask us to clarify that point. And it's, it's like peeling away the layers of an onion until we finally get to the heart of it. And at the end of it, you get you get to make the choice whether that's your final cigarette or whether it's not. And we'll do everything in our power to make sure that the right decision gets made on the day. Well, Geraldine, I I, I leave it to Jane to hook the two years up, okay, and sort that out, okay, okay? and uh, hopefully that's really going to help you. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yes, Jim. What are you doing on the 13th of January? Has <laughs> <laughs> Jane Come on, you, sir. Has Jane... Has Jane Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, well, you see... You're coming to Port Don't guilt trip me, Jim. See, Jane said to me this <laughs> earlier on, and I keep telling Jane all the time that, like, time is, like, You're my biggest enemy. I, I know, I understand. Yeah. And time is a huge enemy for me. And I know Geraldine really wants to do it. I really want to do it too, by the way. And I really want to support Geraldine too. And she supported me, by the way, because I felt so bad yeah. over the weekend. The first person I thought of when I was smoking over the weekend was Geraldine because I felt like I was lying to her. Aww. And I wouldn't do that. I don't want to do that. So that's why I'm just being honest now. So um, for Geraldine as well, I want to give them up. For me, I want to give them up. Uh, for my wife, I want to give them up. For my family, I want to give them up. For everybody, I want to give them up, including and most importantly for myself, I want to give them up. Sure. So and but and you will. I know. So is that a yes then, Niall? <laughs> yeah, it could be a yes, Jane. I'm looking at you now, and I'll sort you out later on. All right. <laughs> but we will hook you up anyway, Geraldine. Either way, 
And don't forget, Thank by the you way, so much, no, if people want more information, by the way, you can go to alancar.com. That's A L L E N C A R R. That's A L L E N C A R R. Alancar.com. And they do seminars. Of course, you can buy the book as well, which is out there as well. Alan Carr's Easy Way. And it's been helping people in Dublin and all around the world, by the way. Quit smoking, vaping, drinking drugs. And lots more without any need for willpower for over 35 years. And it's probably, everybody will tell you, Geraldine, it's one of the most successful methods of giving up smoking, provided you do it with the right people. And Jim is the right person to do it with. All right? Thank you. Okay. Listen, Geraldine, we shall talk to you again before the end of the week. And, uh, and hopefully oh, yeah. at that stage you will have talked to Jim or maybe we'll sort out something but you'll get to talk to Jim very soon anyway but we'll, we'll at least have a date or something organised for you by then but in the meantime Geraldine you're now off them since Friday keep it going yeah. but Jim when yeah. you get to talk to him he's going to not, not give you a reason to give up smoking but give you an understanding of why you shouldn't have been smoking in the first place I suppose yeah <laughs> alright listen Geraldine thank you very okay. much indeed and Jim thank you very much indeed as always for coming on the show Thanks I appreciate again, it Niall. Look forward to missing you one day. All right. No, we we will. We will. I promise. We will. Um, don't forget, by the way, you can go to Alan Carr's, uh, should I say, alancar.com. It's A double L E N C A R or double R at the end there, dot com. Alancar.com. And it's Alan Carr's easy way of giving up smoking. And what they do is they do these seminars. It's a day long thing, right? Where you basically sit down one to one with other people. And as Jim pointed out, it's that whole idea of, you know, why you shouldn't be smoking. And and Jane did it, in fairness. Jane did it eight years ago. And she's never looked back. Jane said to me today, she said, it's not, I'm not even tempted. It's not like the alcoholic who says, oh, I can't go to a pub just in case I'm tempted or whatever. She said, I wouldn't even want a cigarette. If it was the last thing in the world, I wouldn't even want one. There's no reason why I'd even want a cigarette. I mean, to feel that good about not smoking after being a smoker is a really good thing, isn't it? Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.